You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Good morning, everybody. This is Tom O'Keefe, and we're on the air this morning with... Steve Slonskowski. So far this morning, we've had a chance to dive deep into the loneliness that exists in society today and the devastating effect that has on our health. We had a chance to talk to Father Jason Leffer about his upcoming retreat uh, on uh, the Father and I on One, as well as Brady Borslin this morning to help us talk about what's happening with youth ministry in the diocese. This session, we have Dr. Ian Murphy on from Charleston, South Carolina. And we're going to talk about his new book, The Road to Self-Awareness. Good morning, Dr. Murphy. Good morning. Thanks so much for having me on the program. I'm delighted to be here today. I appreciate it. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, Dr. Murphy, and let's get to know you a little bit better. Well, happy to. Uh, most important aspects of my life are my friendship with Christ and my marriage. I've been happily married to my amazing wife, Rachel, for over eight years. We live in Charleston, South Carolina right now. No kids yet, although we'd like to. I welcome our listeners' prayers on that one. I hold a Ph.D. in theology. It's from Duquesne University and from uh, Pittsburgh. I've been a minister and a professor, but currently I work as a full-time Catholic writer and speaker. All our listeners out there, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you. All right, Doctor, one of the notes we have on here is that you're a uh, a former agnostic, came to Bath Baptist Church, and then eventually into the, to the Catholic faith. That's quite a journey. Yeah, yes, it was. Um, I used to think God probably didn't exist, and what initially had me put my faith in Christ was actually a physical encounter with spiritual warfare. I was physically attacked by a demon. And when I called upon the name of Jesus, the demon immediately released me and fled. So that experience cured my doubts and showed me that the Lord is real. Another interesting moment in my journey happened when a free speech controversy thrust me into the national spotlight back in high school in 1993. My public high school threatened to censor my commencement address about Jesus, which blew up into this three-ring media circus. In the end, I got to give the speech. I wound up inspiring a bill from the desk of Pennsylvania Senator Arlen Specter that was later signed into law. I suppose you might call it Murphy's Law. (laughs) Eventually, I became a Baptist preacher until I entered the Catholic Church. A person can hear the whole story in my first book that's called Dying to Live, from Agnostic to Baptist to Catholic, through Ignatius Press, includes a foreword by Scott Hahn. He's the well-known author of uh, Rome Sweet Home, another cool conversion story out there. Well, that is beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. But we're here today to talk about your your book, The Road to Self-Awareness. And self-awareness is one of those things that when you're around a bunch of people that have it, you kind of have a hard time putting your finger on what it is. But when someone doesn't have it, you can really see it. (laughs) Oh, I love how you put that. You you nailed it. Um, Yeah, The the whole idea of self-awareness, it could be defined in terms of a truly repentant heart. It's an accurate examine of who you are. 
an accurate perspective of God's image of love within you and how the potter's grace is increasingly molding that charity in you, his clay. At the same time, self-awareness is an accurate look at the disorder, the dysfunction, the vice, the sin, which holds people back from being the best version of themselves. Another way you could define self-awareness is that it's the curing of blindness to your own vice, a state of being blind to your own vice, getting cured by the great physician. It's like to, it gets the finger on just what you were saying, that you, you don't know how to define it, but you can tell if someone has it, and you can sure tell if somebody lacks self-awareness. Uh, Aristotle gets straight to the heart of that issue. He says that vices expel rational calculation. In other words, vices inhibit our ability to see ourselves clearly. It's why the vicious don't know that they're vicious. You know, people pick up a newspaper and say, how could people out there commit these hideously evil actions? It's because vice has put blinders on. Sin literally expels people's ability to think clearly and see clearly themselves. The road to self-awareness is the process of taking those blinders off. Well, you mentioned the road to self-awareness, uh, Dr. Murphy. Uh, every, every journey starts out with that first step. Okay, so how do we get on this road? I would start with humility. I, I mean, that, that, that is so central to self-awareness, to... Uh, being girded with truth, an accurate examine. Uh, we need to know that we're made of love, and we need to know where we fall short. Humility is more powerful than the blinding agency of vice. So as I was at St. Augustine, what, you know, what's the most important thing in religion? And he answers, uh, if you ask me that, I'd say that the first, the second, and the third most important things in religion are humility, humility, and humility. So just to, you know, go to God and let Him see you fully as you are. Foremost, the reflection of love you truly are, and also the dysfunction on top of it. Let Him see you as you are. Let Him love you, because His mercy is always bigger than the problem. So the, the first step is to go to God with your need. Yeah. Steve and I are both studying for the, the diaconate here in, in Fargo, and in our last weekend oh, retreat, wonderful. we uh, went through the rule of St. Benedict, and uh, mm. I think there were 12 steps of humility. It might, might be more than that, but I, I can think of 12. I said, oh my gosh, this journey on humility is, is that first step is a big one. So, yeah, it, it's a... Uh, it's the most important. It's also elusive. I mean, as soon as you realize you have it and take delight in it, you, you risk being proud of it. <laughs> Sometimes it's called the elusive virtue. Yeah, but it is a beautiful one, and I encourage people to pray for it. 
Yeah, that's always the joke, uh, Doctor Ray Grandy on uh, on uh, EWTN Real Presence Radio. Here, he uh, often talks about he's got he's gotten the humility award every year for the you know. It's always the joke that <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh Lord, I'm growing in humility. Oh no, shoot, I shouldn't have noticed that because now I'm not humble anymore. Um, <laughs> but again, I, I think go back to this, you know, and going back into this sense of this self awareness, which really does talk about humility. I like to talk about how the root word for humility is, is the Latin word humus, which is dirt. Remembering again, humility. Humility isn't a belittling of yourself of saying, I'm dirt, but it's actually remembering where we've come from and what are, you know, who we are in relationship to God and who we are in relationship to others. And that does go back to this, this road to self-awareness, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. It, it, it's, it's the grounding. I mean, it's the mother of all virtue. Like in, in my book, recounts the story of weight loss in the virtue of uh, self-control, in my case. But self-control, that virtue was humility's offspring. It started with an accurate... I've heard humility equated with accuracy in some of the Church Fathers, and I like that. It's why Mary is not being boastful when she says, blessed am I among women. Well, because that's accurate. She is blessed among women. It's why Jesus isn't boastful when he says, if you've seen me, you've seen the Heavenly Father. Because in his case, that's accurate. If I play God for myself, that's no longer accurate, because there is a God and it's not me. So accurately saying I'm a dignified reflection of God's image who falls short and Christ's grace is sufficient, that's all true, that's accurate. And it's, uh, that's, that's the key to self-awareness, is being accurate about who you are in God, who God is, and who you are in Him. All right, we're here with Dr. Ian Murphy this morning talking about his book, The Road to Self-Awareness. So, uh, Dr. Murphy, what was your objective in writing this book, or what are you trying to accomplish for the reader? Oh, I like that question. You know, the, the vast majority of self-help books out there they commit the same fundamental error. They're all about the treatment of symptoms, the alleviation of pain, the reduction or avoidance of suffering, the solving of a problem. Their focus is on the negative. It's all about getting rid of something bad. And they never get into the substance of what a human being is and what we look like healed. It's all about what we're saved from but never what we're saved for. And I wanted to write that book. Okay. And I think that's it's an amazing point that what we are saved for. Oftentimes, like you said, in life, we run away from something, even like in the sense of when we're discerning something, we often say, well, let's see, let's see if, if I'm called to do this or if I'm called to this. And we kind of say, okay, I've discerned that I'm not called to that. But instead, kind of that sense of, let's discern what we're called towards. What am I called toward? In a certain sense, that sense of, if you look in, in the, what's the blinking light in front of me? And let me go towards that blinking light. And I'll get to that blinking light. And when I get there, I'll realize what it is. And then guess what? Oh, there's another blink, blinking light over there. So I move to, it's like kind of living in that, that day to day. What am I called towards? Moving, always moving towards Jesus. Kind of that sense of Peter walking on water. And as soon as he takes his eyes off of Jesus, what happens? He sinks. Right? Yes. And he cries out, Lord, save me, who immediately, I love that word, immediately reaches out. Um, yes. again, so we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus and moving towards him, towards what we are called to. So I, I love what you're saying there, Dr. Uh, if you're just joining us, Dr. Ian Murphy, again, we're visiting with him on his book, The Road to Self-Awareness. Uh, the book is available through uh, Ignatius Press. Is that correct, Dr. Ian? 
Uh, this book, The Road to Self-Awareness, a therapy book for Christians, is a Sophia Press. Oh, offer. Sophia Press, okay. Your previous book was with Ignatius Press, is that right? That's, that's right, you okay. got it. Okay, so Sophia Press, and I assume if you do a look up Sophia Press, uh, is it .com, .org? Uh, you can look up that book, The Road to Self-Awareness with Dr. Ian Murphy. We are going to take a break, a step away just for a few minutes and continue this conversation uh, with Dr. Ian Murphy on his book. In the meanwhile, maybe you want to look that up online, The Road to Self-Awareness. And we'll be right back on Real Presence Radio. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Did you know you can listen to the RPR Network when you're on the go? Just search for Real Presence Radio in your app store. Listen live to any station across the network at any time, so you can stay connected to your local community from wherever you are. Plus, if you miss a program, the Real Presence Radio app is your one-stop shop for local and national podcasts, including our signature show, Real Presence Live. The Real Presence Radio app, with you every step of your faith journey. Download it today and see what you've been missing. This is Lavinia Spirito for Catholic Way Bible Study. In Mark chapter 4, Jesus crosses the Sea of Galilee with his disciples and quickly falls asleep, even as their boat is amidst a huge, life-threatening storm. The text says that the sea was literally shaking like an earthquake. Imagine the disciples' fear as they awake, their master saying, Master, do you not care that we perish? Note that they wouldn't have been in this dangerous situation if they had not gotten in the boat to begin with. They are committed, no matter how big the storm. After setting sail in his boat of radical missionary discipleship, it can often seem that God is asleep or uncaring when we are troubled by the storms of life. The good news is that he is in fact always there and always ready to calm the storm when the time is right. Sometimes the storms are there to show us our total dependence on him and not on ourselves. Jesus, we trust in you. Catholic Way Bible Study. Peace, power, purpose. Find out more at cwbs.org. At the University of Mary, we offer an education for the whole of life. Our values-based, flexible, and affordable education will prepare you for success and help you become a leader in your field. Whether you want to start your degree for the first time or continue your education, whether you are a working professional or want to pursue school full-time, join us for an education that will help you make a positive impact in our community. Discover the Mary difference. Umary.edu. That's umary.edu. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. This is Real Presence Radio. In studio here is Steve Splonskowski along with Tom O'Keefe. And we are visiting with Dr. Ian Murphy. He is the author of The Road to Self-Awareness, a therapy book for Christians, it says on his website. If you check it out, drianmurphy.com. You can look the book up there. We're talking with him this morning about his book um, that really provides co- a comprehensive approach to true healing, um, and it's not about uh, it's not about what uh, you know avoiding things, but moving towards what the Lord has called us to be. And as we've been talking this morning about loneliness, is really a, an inhibitor of relationship with one another, and of course, therefore, a relationship with God. And so, being self aware, being aware of of who we are. Um, with that humility. And so, Dr. Ian Murphy, thank you for being with us this morning. 
Dr. Murphy, you talked a little bit already about how your book is different than other self-help books. You know, and I, I just love the subtitle of a therapy book for Christians. And as we've been talking about loneliness and things like that, how does your book help the, the reader with those things, of, such as loneliness, inner pain, uh, anxiety, those type of things? Oh, excellent. Uh, the, the whole therapeutic world out there, it is influ- under the influences of atheism, utilitarianism. The world of caregiving, it tends to ignore transcendent realities. It ignores body-soul unity. It ignores the necessity of grace. It leaves out spirituality, or it treats it generically, which ends up washing it down and distorting it. It leaves out most of the picture, and it ends up with approaches to therapy that are short-sighted, incomplete, even dangerous. They have literally left the counselor, the Holy Spirit, the counselor out of counseling. It's why these self-help books aren't working. It's why the quick fixes are a lie. They actually keep people trapped in the very dysfunction that needs to be cured. This book, uh, a therapy book for Christians, it gets into the root underneath inner pain, anxiety, addiction, misspent energy, toxic messages. Beyond treating the symptoms, it seeks to cure the dysfunction at its root by putting God back into the picture. You put God back into this picture, you incorporate what the Creator has revealed to His creation about how to heal, you recognize what a human person is, you, you access the power of prayer, the power of sacrament, the healing effects of virtues. With God back in the picture, you get to tap into the transforming power of grace and discover how that transformation process plays out, what the healing process looks like exactly, moving toward Christ and life, not just away from negatives, and what it looks like in the middle of your daily and messy life, what to expect. This book is a step-by-step accompaniment out of whatever has you stuck and into God's plans to prosper you, propelling you further toward a happiness that no eye has seen, ear heard, or heart even conceived. Dr. Murphy, you talk about uh, humility, you've talked about accuracy, you know, we've talked about self-awareness, uh, and how many of these self-help books focus on negativity. Is, is there a piece in this of, of just allowing us to come to terms with who we are and loving ourselves? Yeah, absolutely. With with God back into the picture, you get what the human person is. Uh, Essentially, an inherently dignified being created in the image and likeness of love himself. When you start there, when you start with who God is and who you are in him, when you start with God and his love, Instead of putting the problem at the center, that is when you can heal. That is when you see yourself accurately. Your God's cherished. It's it's the one truth crucial to healing, that the center of healing is the person, not the problem. 
Real healing is grounded it's for, foremost upon the three persons of the Holy Trinity, and then correspondingly the human person crafted in God's own image of love. The focus is the person, not the problem, and it's only with this starting point that a person can look in the mirror and see God's image looking back, and not a problem to be solved. You know, if we start with the problem and just the riddance of negatives, we don't even know what healing is. It's not an absence. Like Jesus says, sweep out a room empty and leave it empty. Nature abhors a vacuum. Seven worst problems are going to come in and fill that space. We need that positive, substantial presence, that relational love, Christ with us, and all the virtues, all the qualities of love that define who we truly are in His image. So you get a healed God image, and thereby you get a healed self-image, because we're made in God's image. As soon as the center of healing is the person, not the problem, that's when you get healthy self-honesty, humility, self-love, that the happiness that the Heavenly Father has for you, it's not reducible to an absence, it's substantial. The evaporation of your problems, that's the nice bonus. You know, Doctor, as I listen to you talk, I mean, so many people are hurting out there, and so many people are in such pain and such loneliness, and, and you talk about so much of this stuff, but what, what are some of the biggest barriers you see to people embracing these philosophies? I think people have, to an extent, been uh, brainwashed. Uh, just We grow up in it, and we, we don't realize uh, how, how shaped we are by our surrounding culture that has us reduce ourselves to problems to be fixed. You know, we, we locate our security and significance in, a, in all the wrong things. We look, we're looking for love in all the wrong places. You know, we, we think it's all about being high profile, it's all about fame, it's about money, it's about power, that's what makes you meaningful, and no one's meaningfulness comes from that. It never did. God's no respecter of persons. It in that way. He loves everybody equally. We've just got all that so wrong. You know, it's about God knit you together individually in his own image and likeness to love you and to call you oh, his bride, his friend, his child, his sister or brother, his, the very temple where his Holy Spirit dwells. You're God's cherished. If you're just joining us, we're talking with Dr. Ian Murphy, the author of The Road to Self-Awareness. You can check out his book at drianmurphy.com, drianmurphy.com. Just uh, about 45 seconds left here. Doctor, any final thoughts you'd like to share? Oh, sure. To any fellow saints in progress who still have sin in their lives, as I do, I want you to hear this. You are not a problem to be fixed. You are God's beloved. You're not an ill temper, you're not a drug addiction, you're not a burden, you're not a bad spouse, you're not a bad parent, you're not a bad person. You're God's cherished. You're, you, you are not a problem. You have a problem, which is infinitely different from being one. So invite God into your heart. Let Him see you fully as you are, both the dysfunction and the dignified reflection of Himself that's underneath. Think about the awesome fact that God awaits you. You're pursued, delighted in. He can't wait to show you his plans for your life. Amen. Dr. Ian Murphy.com. Check out the book, The Road to Self-Awareness. Dr. Murphy, thank you so much for being with us this half hour. 
a true joy. Thank you so much, and God bless the work you're doing. Thank you. Amen. Dr. Ian Murphy, DrIanMurphy.com. Check out his book, The Road to Self-Awareness. And Aaron, you've got a preview for us what's coming up on the next Real Presence Live. On the next Real Presence Live, Tuesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, your hosts will be Roxanne Solonen coming to you live from the Fargo studio. Her guests will include Luke Peckerel speaking about the Eucharistic revival and his family's conversion story, along with Dr. Ray Garendi, who will discuss his book, Simple Steps to a Stronger Marriage. All this and more is coming to you on the next Real Presence Live, Tuesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you. Thank you, Aaron, so much. And Tom, thank you so much for uh, providing. Welcome. You provided, Tom provided the like the entire theme for the entire hour. We had the first half hour, we walked in the studio, like, what are we doing? Uh, well, Tom said, hey, I've been hearing about this uh, this survey. And, and so it was just provided a perfect, really a perfect blanket for the entire conversation about loneliness. So, Tom, thank you for being open to the Holy Spirit. You're most welcome. And I would just challenge our listeners today to, to think about somebody in their life that might be lonely mm. and, and just to to make that intentional reach out to someone today and make that personal connection. Absolutely. As Father Leffer shared the story, again, that he was at a assisted living facility with his dad, and his first feeling was, oh, I'm in jail. i got to get out of here. And that, wait a minute. Okay, I need to see everyone around me as a person. He engaged each person, and after they you know, were engaged by him, they then desired engagement with the Lord because he's a priest and said, can we go to confession? Can you have Mass for us? So remember... You know, we, if you don't have a relationship with the Lord or your relationship with the Lord is, is struggling, maybe, maybe look at the relationships around you because we really can't grow in relationship with the Lord if we're not willing to grow in relationship with those around us. Um, and so keep that in mind. And of course, that takeaway is again that, you know, the three keys, <clears throat> what's the, the three keys to, to success in anything you do? relationships, relationships, relationships. And as Dr. Ian just shared, a new one I'm going to use everywhere, the three, the three major steps in growing in, in your spiritual life, well, they're the top three are humility, humility, uh, and humility. Um, so those three things, keep them in mind, humility and relationships. If we can grow in those, uh, I, think, I think we will succeed in all things. So uh, something for us all to ponder as we move forward in our day, and thank you for sharing your first, or at least these two hours, probably not your first two hours unless you only wake up at 9 a.m., but uh, your two hours this morning with us on Real Presence Live. And remember that these are available on podcast at realpresenceradio.com, available probably within the next day or so on realpresenceradio.com. Thank you so much for joining us. And Tom, again, thank you so much for being here. You're most welcome. We are praying for you. Amen. This is Real Presence Live, and we return you to national programming.